Good morning, class. Welcome to the Teaching Today podcast with your hosts, Jeremiah. And Kristen. And we're here today with John Anzalone, the principal of Sierra Vista. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're so excited today to be here, and we're we're gearing up for the uh, beginning of the 2019-2020 school year. Such a weird weird number yeah, to say. That's crazy. <laughs> um, and uh, so today is a Tuesday, the... Six. 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 Yeah, because <laughs> so we start back the t- seventh. <laughs> tomorrow we report back in. And so oh we, we wanted to get John in here and uh, have a chance to talk with him about uh, uh, lots of stuff. And so we'll uh, be here with him and uh, we're going to do some fun stuff, I think, a little bit later towards the, towards the end of our interview. And uh, It's going to so involve yeah. fire and blue cheese <laughs> fire and, blue and cheese. his original roots. I, <laughs> I, I, I said I was so tired. You had promised me wings several weeks ago and then you said you ate them all. I did. So I had to go out and I was very lucky that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings was so kind of them to uh, to 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 give us uh, the blazing challenge today. Oh my gosh. Today. So we're going to try the blazing <laughs> challenge. I'm not a super hot, spicy guy, but I said, well, you know, you're from Buffalo. Uh, Kristen's from Buffalo. John's from Buffalo. Uh, so we got to try some Buffalo wings. <laughs> couldn't we just do Labatt's Yes. Uh, yeah. Instead? Why couldn't we do that instead? Because uh, I could guys. totally do that. Yeah, I could, yeah. yeah that. It's a little easier on the stomach. It is. It really is. And <laughs> I, I, I brought the Tums. I brought the yeah, Tums. Yeah. That's be good. okay. We got cheap blue cheese. We're good. Blue cheese. Yeah. And that that's should like, cool it all. That is, that is authentic Buffalo yeah. blue cheese. Like that traveled across the country in a cooler, nice and cold, so it's not spoiled. Yeah. So <laughs> it is good to go. And that's like, if you try to overnight that from the Buffalo place, uh, they have like this place that distributes yeah but it's funny because the shipping okay you buy that product it's like 3.99 but if you want to ship it overnight which you need to it's 75 bucks. yeah it's yeah. not selling hot dogs yes uh, chef sauce yes <laughs> you can get it all online but it costs a fortune yeah it does so. it's really expensive well, thank you thank you for bringing that in i feel mm-hmm. right at home yes i think we're gonna uh, i think there's like i know we're gonna go off top chicago does that with the deep dish you can order yeah yeah like giordano's yeah. not a big yeah. deep dish guy more of a thin crust yeah. 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 <laughs> but i i get you yeah. All right. So uh, let's uh, jump into some of these questions and then we'll talk a little bit about getting back into the, the swing of things for school year. And uh, um, basically just kind of get to know uh, get to know you a little bit better, John. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and it's and like we said, thank you so much for coming out. This my is pleasure. really cool. Um, one of the things when I was talking to Jeremiah, we were discussing, I'm like, oh, my God, she's a very highly regarded principal like when i That's think nice. of Thank principals you. in ccsd your name comes up a lot yeah and yeah. um i know you have some cool history that we're going to kind of dive into sure. as well um but i guess like to just start it off so how did you get in to the school district i know we talked a little bit before about this off air but we're just curious what was the background yeah well first of all thank you both so much you both are amazing people and and, and teachers and and uh Putting this together, giving people a voice is awesome. So thank you for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, honestly, it, it started off with a little league team. To be honest with you, um, I was studying to go into biology, which I absolutely hated. <laughs> I think I was doing it for my mom and my dad, and and so um, I started coaching little league in college. I was about 19 years old, and and uh, uh, summer one summer I went home and I and I told my mom I sat her down and I said, listen, uh, the doctor in the family is not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to be a teacher, and after about you know an hour of tears and 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 some bloodshed um she said you know what i'm, I'm happy that you made that decision and and uh you know I, i'm proud of you for doing that and and you know we i think that was the moment where i felt very at ease with that decision uh i did really well with those little league kids and i felt like there was a, a relationship and a connection mm-hmm. there and so changed my major and 20 years later you know wow. i'm here and and uh, i i wouldn't have gone anywhere else other than the clark county school district because this is where my roots really are. I mean, I'm from Buffalo, but I spent my high school years here at Chaparral High School, go Cowboys, UNLV. <laughs> um, and I just felt like giving back to your community is important. And I just want to retire one day knowing that I left the school district a little bit better than I found it. And yes. so to me, this is home. This is where I want to be. And, uh, you know, just just trying to help kids. That's it. You know. I mean, you can totally see, I mean, not see, but hear the passion yeah. you have. Oh, I, I mean, that's that. absolutely incredible. And, you know, you're talking about giving back to the community. It's funny you should say that because I actually was 
uh, a relationship banker for a while. This was like the being a teacher was not my first career. Sure. And that was it, it's almost like that mentality. You have to have that as a teacher mm-hmm. because that was one of the things when I when I left JP Morgan Chase, the reason I did is because I wanted to go back and I wanted to get my master's in education so I could totally give back to this community mm-hmm. because there's a lot of things and this district is so big, but yet it's so small and right. you can make such an impact. You, yeah. yeah. The, 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 and we know that, like we know that in this room, mm-hmm. but it's amazing. We think of Las Vegas as a big town. We got right. three, three million people, but right. it, it's amazing how I ran into a student yesterday in Henderson and I teach at Centennial sure. <laughs> and she was like, Mr. R. I said, yeah, it's incredible. My my students um, that I had my first year are now in their thirties, you know, and it's hard to believe. And uh, you know, you do, you, you, every year it seems like it's the, it's the students that keep you going Mm -hmm. Uh, just as much as they can frustrate you and tire you out. um, You know, it's, it's that one little thing they say or one little thing they do. It's, it's like golf, Mm -hmm. you know, you could be having the horrible round, 18th hole you hit a great shot guess what <laughs> you're going back the next That's week so true. and it's the same thing with kids and and so you know I, I just I love it I appreciate it and I appreciate your passion too um, you know sometimes I I I have little regrets about leaving teaching right. but there's a little piece of me that really really does miss it your connection with the kids on an everyday level is just you know I'm jealous of that but I think if your administrators uh, whether whether it's an assistant principal or principal or whatnot I think if if they can always remember that feeling, then your your the relationship with the teachers is going to be that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really impress upon all teachers out there to find uh, schools and administrators that they connect to because going into work every day could be tough, yes. you know. But when you're happy and you like who you're working with or for or alongside, however way you want to put it, it just makes it so much better. Yeah, it really does. You're not, you're not worried about that that confrontation confrontation or getting you know you're worried about the uh, eval breathing down your neck or something because you know when you do have those good administrators you're not worried about it you know they're there to get they're they're there to have your back and they're make sure you're you're succeeding because their ultimate goal is to make students succeed correct well you should never be surprised either um you know i i've tried to impress upon that on my admin team is is your teachers our teachers should never be surprised at eval time if 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 you're struggling in a certain area that those conversations should have happened in a very supportive manner all through along all along the the school year um and so there should never be this shock and awe come april you should know (laughs) your the good the bad and the ugly just like i would want to know about myself and so we really need to do that do better with that as administrators is really make it a collaborative partnership from August to April uh, and making sure that you're not going to be surprised. You know where I stand. I know where you stand and and that we, we're growing together. Uh, I know it sounds, maybe that sounds a little corny, but it's not that hard to do. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of talking with each other as humans um, because none of us are perfect. So, um, but not, it hasn't always been like that. You know, I came up from administrators that were wonderful, but there was a top down mentality when I first started. Um, and I always told myself, I want to be a little bit different than that. I don't want to, I don't want teachers to cringe when I'm coming down the hall. Mm -hmm. I want them to pull me in almost and say, get in here, see see this, you know? Mm -hmm. So if your teachers are saying that, then you're probably doing something right. Right. That's so. good. You know what? I might have to go back and get my endorsement in secondary so and, I can go work yeah, at Sierra right? Vista. Yeah, right? I'm thinking about it. I, I'm not here to recruit <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Day and Miss Brown. I promise I'm not recruiting. Listen, I'm telling you, like, it's funny because kindergarten is all I know. No. I know, like, that is one thing that these little kids, I mean, we were talking about, you could do something awful and they're like, I still love you. Oh, yeah. But it's like, but it's... I have a hard time thinking about high school. Like, I mean, you obviously, Jeremiah and John, like, how do you do it? How do you do it? We And we've had the, like, I can't possibly imagine. I just don't have the energy for, for elementary <laughs> school because I've, I've done it one, yeah. oh 125 God. and I'm like. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's funny. 
The elementary teachers really are the unsung heroes because you're teaching everything. You're yeah. teaching not just the subjects, but you're teaching, you're a mom, you're a dad, you're a psychiatrist, you're a nurse, you're a doc, you know, you're all of those things. And not saying the high school and middle school teachers aren't, but you're with those same kids all day long. And so that's a very, very difficult job. For me, the secondary was a better fit. And I did practicums in elementary, but the high school is a better fit for me because I enjoy the conversation piece yeah. right. which sometimes maybe you don't get to have yeah. as much well, they I have a four year old yeah I have a four year old <laughs> so I know what you're talking about but I, I really enjoy you know when the kids at graduation when they come up to you and say thank you and and or or five years later they come to you and you get to have an end game mm-hmm. where when I taught in middle school mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I was sometimes I felt like I was spinning my wheels because there wasn't a complete end I felt like I needed an end and the 12th having the 12th graders is is kind of a, a beginning a middle and an end for right, me right. that's the way I see yeah, it yeah. but I I absolutely um, honor what what the teachers of the younger kids do because (laughs) that's where graduation starts it starts with you I, I, they can't come to me and be successful if you didn't set the foundation. <laughs> yeah. No pressure. Well, yeah, no, no, no. You know, and it's, we were talking about this um, yesterday, and I was with a couple of my friends, and we were discussing the fact that it's one of the most incredible things, and, and I'm not trying to hijack this conversation, but mm-hmm. to be able to have a child. So, like, I'm going to start tomorrow, obviously. We're going to do our professional development and, you know, sure. do what we have to do. But then Monday, I'm going to have, like, 20 well, four-year-olds, because four-year-olds come in, because the cutoff mm-hmm. is September 30th, and as well as five-year-olds. And those kids come, and it's like a blank slate. And it's the mm-hmm. coolest thing, because, yeah, like some of them are crying, some of them are peeing in their pants, some of them just, like, are snotting <laughs> Wait, everywhere. I'm seeing the same thing in high school. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have a lot of peeing and crying, too. Yeah, I would imagine. I, I yeah. think that, that comes from from other issues though yeah. it's like I know I know we have some, some yeah, things in good bathrooms point, good point <laughs> but no these, these kids come in and it's they're like they're like a blank slate and yeah. then when they leave I mean I, I can't even tell you how many kids when I left or when we closed this school year out the 2018-2019 school year I had kids that came in not even knowing what their name was their sure. real name and they're leaving they're writing a paragraph with proper conventions yeah. like that is one of the biggest things and yeah I'm sure the whole conversational piece of being able to have like and you know the social emotional connection with like, the older deeper, kids yeah. but the fact that these kids they can do so much and they're like well no we shouldn't be doing that in kindergarten it's like well actually they'll they'll absorb everything you give them so are you are you feeling like your kindergartners are coming in prepared for the most part or is it just across the board you know unfortunately i okay so it depends so that's kind of that could be a loaded question because <laughs> you do have the ones like that have gone to like um pre-k daycare, yeah pre-k or they've supported. gone to like yeah and but then you also have the ones who have never ever in their life held a pencil and the ipad has been their babysitter for the sure, last sure. you know four to five that's, years yeah. which is mind-blowing um so but i do know commissioner kirkpatrick she has done this huge thing where she's going to be um implementing where they're going to get preschool yeah and and, and she's talking about like fifteen thousand open spots which is amazing unbelievable. it is and and i am so for that because if i could have them coming in knowing just a little bit of the foundations I can totally just scaffold that and I can and I can mm-hmm. build that and and it's funny because I think about my son he's starting preschool on Monday which I'm having an emotional breakdown inside yeah. but you can't see <laughs> right now tough one. but um and I'm just thinking like I hope that him going into pre-k that I've prepped him for what you know he needs to know no, but I'm this, sure you've done an awesome job oh well thank you and doc, Dr. Jara mentioned uh, that today at our region meeting um, pushing forward a plan for pre-k yes. and I think that's wonderful because right now um, the way pre-k is I mean if you're not coming from a family of means right. you're probably not getting much of that at right. all and and that's where it really does start so I'm really excited about that that was I one of the too. that was one of the key points he hit today and, mm-hmm. and I left there pretty excited I mean I I have a fourth grader uh, my fourth or my fourth my fourth grader I do have a fourth a third grader my mm-hmm. four-year-old um you know we've been fortunate enough to have some pre-k yeah. but she's going to be in a typical peer program this year at Beckley Elementary okay. and uh Will Beckley? yeah my, See, my this, wife's are, this is what we're talking about small town that's where I went to elementary really school. Oh, okay. Will elementary. <laughs> no way uh so yeah my wife's a speech path and she'll oh, be okay. at Farron and Beckley and so we're very fortunate that my daughter will be there but the key I think is is the modeling 
that she's going to get to see right. and be a part of. Right. I think when she comes to your class next year, she, she or wherever she ends up, there's just, she's just going to be that much further ahead. So right. yeah, I, I I I just I applaud what you're doing with those well, thank little you. ones. It's, I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's important. I mean, I come from New York where like you have to have preschool. Like that's like a thing. I mean, I, I'm not very aware of anybody who just goes, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but anybody that I've had interaction with or even kindergarten teachers that I talked to back, all the kids have gone through preschool and it's like, they're at that much of a higher level because they've already got those foundational pieces, which yeah. is so important. And that's what we really need to set our kids up for success. And part of part of me, cause I, I don't keep up with elementary. So um, <laughs> <clears throat> is it because I I'm thinking back to Will Beckley. I went half day pre uh, oh, okay. kindergarten. Uh-huh. Do they, do right. they don't half, have I don't day, not that I'm aware now. of. I'm pretty sure it's full day. Okay. I mean there might I'm I'm not sure. All I know is the only any kindergarten class that I've ever taught out here has been full day. Yeah, okay. there's there was a short time a few years back where there was some some believe it or not some funding issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that doesn't happen here, kinder, John. <laughs> yeah, right. So kindergarten was free half day, but it was I think four hundred dollars a yes. month full day and yes. uh, my son's going into seventh grade so when he was in kindergarten I remember shelling that out and that was that was that was a rough patch I thought for the district because um, you know I'm sure it was a financially based decision right. but I thought that really did set a lot of our kids back um, and and those kids are probably so now sick. in middle school and yeah. some in high school yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that would, yeah, he's he's 12 now, so that would have been seven years ago, and that was when we just hit a real crunch, and that was one of the cuts, and looking back, it probably wasn't the greatest move. Yeah. So. We, we, uh, we were talking earlier, uh, before we came in, and we were talking about the, you know, talking about the budget and things like that, but, you know, why are we still so funding? We get all this money injected every yeah. year. Well, I don't remember how many years ago it was, we had a billion dollars cut. Right. And Sandoval had only offered or had, Sandoval, Governor Sandoval, when he came in a couple of years ago, he put back in 600 million. Sure. Right. But, but that, we're always still short. We're still short from 10 years ago or yeah. whatever it was. So when you, when you talk to when you talk to Prince, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 you're not. When you talk to uh, principals, um, superintendents and, and other leaders around the country, it seems like almost everybody else has multiple funding sources Mm -hmm. and that's really what a lot of it does come down to Um, you know I know uh, the casino industry I don't feel like maybe they don't put in their fair share Um, I don't know how educated of a workforce they really want you know Um, you were talking earlier about the amount of hours you used to have to put in Uh, I won't mention the name of the casino but Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) you know and and that's been the mentality out here for so so long but other states have a lottery or they have a state income tax or or, or whatnot, and we've been really, really trying to do it on one funding source yeah. for a long time. And uh, until that changes, which I don't know if it ever will, um, I think we're always going to find ourselves just a one foot out the door. Yeah. And and it's frustrating, you know, I'm going into my 20th year now, and my dream has always been to get nationally ranked in the 20s or even the 30s, you know, and so much of the ranking doesn't have anything to do with what you're doing with your kids mm-hmm. or with you're doing with your yep. kids it has to do with the funding and and the things that are out of our control right how right. many of the parents in the household have a college education how many parents make over this amount of money that's out of your control my control and yours Jeremiah and so to me I don't know if we'll ever get there but mm-hmm. we can't give up we right. can't no, give totally up agree. yeah right no. yeah that's and and that is absolutely it's it's so frustrating that every single time that we talk about budget, there's just always something drastic that has to happen. And I get it. And there's things that need to be cut. And but it's just, gosh, in a perfect world, we would just be able to like fund everything yeah. and actually and focus on what really matters. I mean, don't get me wrong, we focus on the kids as is. But could you imagine actually being properly funded? Somebody mentioned it today um, at our, our region meeting. Uh, one of the elementary principals mentioned how being a Zoom school has been a game changer. And I don't know a lot about that, but uh, the extra funding, yes. she said, listen, money's not everything, but money's important. And the programs that they've been able to bring in, I think uh, Achieve 3000 was one that she mentioned and a couple others. Um, she said, that's why we've seen the growth we ha- we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so that's that categorical money that I understand not everybody loves because it can come today, be gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But if we can get a sustained funding source like that, 
I can only imagine what we can do in this district because if you go in the classrooms, I'm sure if I went into yours today and yours tomorrow, I would be blown away by what I saw. But we, you know, it's it's what's going on in those classrooms is so important and crucial. I think it's amazing what teachers are doing, mm-hmm. but we keep getting hit nationally and and statewide and locally because of the way that rankings and all those things are looked at. So I just wish sometimes we could be fully looked at at what's happening in your classrooms. And 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 who knows, we'd probably be one of the best districts. Right. I know. Yeah, (laughs) because we do. We have great talent here. We do. Yeah. And it's like and it's an unfair, you know, it's like People looking in from the outside, they think that it's just, oh my gosh, here comes Clark County School yep. District asking for more money again. But when you're never properly funded and when you are having a you know hard time recruiting and retaining the teachers that you do have, I mean, my goodness, we always start the year off with almost what? It's like a thousand vacancies or uh-huh. like it's close to that. Yep. I mean... So I think you know when when we we look at we look at what we're doing. I, I agree. I think we're doing un- unbelievable things. I I'll tell you. I don't know about you guys, but I've been to conferences and school visits all around the country, and I promise you, I would put our teachers and our kids up against anybody. Yeah. I don't care if it's Connecticut. I don't care if it's Vermont. I don't care if it's the state of Washington. All all wonderful states of education. Right. There's no way that that our teachers and our kids can't compete with those kids. Um, so many of our kids are coming in with so many more obstacles, though. Right. Like you said, not having the support at home, coming in with very, very low skills, even as much as not holding a pencil. Right. That's sad to hear That's, that. And, and so that parent support at home is so, so crucial. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, you know, and to touch back what you were saying about with the Zoom schools. So I worked at Holly Hewitson okay. um, for like five years. And we were a Zoom school and they actually had a reading center, which was so huge. And I did tutoring after um, after like contract hours. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing when these kids would come in, you know, they're still, you know, struggling. But after you work with them and you and you solidify those skills, it's like you said, it's a total game changer. I mean, and on top of that, you figure title one tier one, you're getting all that extra money. So you do have the resources. The ones that I worry about is our middle of the road. So, like, for example, my school at Shore we unfortunately lost our Title I uh, designation. So, we, so we lost a stuff. huge chunk of money, yeah. all due to like you know the free and reduced lunch. Yeah. Um, so Miss Brown, being the genius that she is, which I'm very thankful, is she was able to maneuver the budget around to kind of help and offset sure. some things that were going to be potentially very scary. And but it's again, it's I'm I'm, a, I'm appreciative that they have those programs in Zoom because I know what kind of work they do. And then but I I'm concerned about those middle of the road schools yeah. because they don't get the funding that they need either. Well, it's I mean I don't remember I had this conversation, but it's like you know when you have those those uh, one and two star schools and they're getting sure. all this extra funding, then right. they go up to three. Right. Yeah. And oh, all that money goes away. It, it <laughs> is. It, 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 the way the system is set up, it almost makes you want to strive for yes. mediocrity. Yes. And it's, it's not the way it should be. No, it um, Sierra Vista, for example, we've been a three-star school for as long as I can remember. Um, we're always just a point or two away from that fourth star. But mm-hmm. there's a little weird part of me that says, why would I want right, that? Right, right. Because um, certain extra fundings or supplemental fundings that I'm getting, I would lose. And so we do need to reward our four and five star schools in certain ways mm-hmm. and I do think we still need to take care of our one and two star schools yeah, at the same time I mean it, it shows you like this is what happens when you are properly funded it was like you, you're given the one and two star schools the money that, that's right. sure. needed to, to succeed and then take it away and it's like oh well I guess we're back <laughs> yeah. to square one I know yeah. right <laughs> <laughs> yep. so you know as moving on Jeremiah I, one of the things I really want to uh, touch base with you on is yeah. I want to know because you and I had this conversation prior. Like yeah. I'm totally all about like put me in front of the camera. I will do interviews. <laughs> I will I will talk to anybody. I'll no talk one's to gonna a piece. blame me for being shy. <laughs> exactly. I would talk or to you. a piece of dust if it would talk back to me. <laughs> but I am dying to know. Yeah. Tell me about your run for Congress. Oh man. Oh man. So, so uh, that was oh man. That's what was that? That was January of last year. Um, you know, it's always been a little itch in me to get into the political field and, 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 uh, you know, 
people normally start with something more local or state. You know? <laughs> He's like, I'm going uh, for the big guns. And, and believe me, Give that me question conference. was asked. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm good friends with Ruben De Silva. Oh, yeah. Too. He's a great <laughs> friend of mine. <laughs> he, he graduated in 03. Okay. Right before you. And so, yeah. So it was just funny. Ruben's but. a great dude. And, and, and you know, Ruben's going to get that seat one of these days. You know, he wow. he's up against the machine and, and Miss Titus there. But, you know, and I ran into that, too. And, and it's funny. Um, losing to Stephen Horsford was probably one of the best things ever. One, because I got to be good friends with him. He's a good man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he has the culinary union behind him, which is very good. Yes. I was very fortunate to have CCA uh, mm-hmm. endorsement. Um, but, uh, you know, that was something that I've always wanted to do. Um, not really for myself as much as it was for this school district because giving back to the community and I'm not trying to be cliche here at all Um, and you can you can ask anybody that I spoke to during that time we were so long without a voice Mm -hmm. at the federal level in education let alone the state level and so I'm thinking you know what this is an uphill battle this is going to cost me a fortune this is going to cost me a ton of time away from my family however I'm so sick and tired of the federal level not understanding what truly is happening in the classrooms and the schools Mm -hmm. especially with the current um, secretary of education who didn't come from public you know and that's a whole other conversation oh, yeah. so that was a that was a great time in my life um you know it was a six months of hecticness i didn't see you know my my poor kids were at different town halls and debates and i remember my daughter was just learning really how to talk and she would say you know daddy running for congress you know and <laughs> even so she sweet, because it became entrenched in our lives you yeah. know for that six months but the greatest thing about that take away all of the win, the the money and the phone calls begging your friends for every dollar right, right. the the best thing that came out of that was I'm getting to meet people like you guys you know when when CCEA has something I get a call Mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, this guy isn't afraid to kind of voice his opinion and share. Um, You know, I get calls from our congressional delegation now, our state legislatures. They'll say, hey, John, can you fly up to Carson City or can you tell me your thoughts on this bill or that bill? That would have never happened had I not run. And not that that necessarily did anything great for me personally, but I think it's helping our district because now it's like, okay, at least we know we have at least somebody who can relate on that federal level so that way if we do need to access Susie Lee or or Stephen Horsford or Steve Sisolak now they're kind of one phone call away and they'll remember me from the campaign days because when you campaign like that uh, and that earnestly you're bumping shoulders every day you're eating with these people you're you're talking behind the scenes with them we have each other's cell phone numbers and again that's not to toot my horn it's those connections that are those networks opportunities mm-hmm. that are going to give back to our district, my school, and my students. Mm-hmm. And it's paid dividends. And and frankly, I really, in a lot of ways, I'm glad I didn't win because being in Washington away from my family <laughs> oh my and gosh. my kids yeah, like that, that would have been, yeah. been tough. And I did that while balancing running my school. Oh my you gosh, know, I how? never, I only missed one day oh and it was gosh. out of, because I could barely even wake up anymore. I was so exhausted. exhausted. And, I, and I was running the high school, of course, with an amazing team um, and then literally racing out and going to a town hall or and and it was crazy because you would you know you would think that you had to be somewhere and there would be two people there to hear your message but then you would miss something and there would be a thousand there and you're like oh my god you know so you learn as a rookie what to go to and what not what's important not that it's all not important but when you only have a small window of time you need to make it count yes you know so I think my my students were really proud of me Um, they missed me a little bit because in the spring I missed some events like I literally was at prom for like six seconds you know Mm -hmm. then I had a race to Mm -hmm. something else graduation day um, John Ralston was actually hosting uh, a, a, a primary debate on Channel 8, uh-huh. and it was starting live at 6 o'clock, and our graduation ceremony was at, uh, no, I'm sorry, it started at 6.30, mm-hmm. and the ceremony was at 6, and I literally had a car waiting for me. <laughs> I addressed my students. I, I, I made a video uh, speech and it broke my heart not to be, not there, to be there but it was right so now. cool to hear my kids saying you know what you're doing something for the bigger 
cause. Oh, yeah. And that felt good. So, um, but no, I appreciate you asking. I don't think I'll ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you do, would you maybe focus more on something like local? Like, um, you know what? It would have to be after retirement because yeah. unfortunately in this state, most of those jobs are part-time jobs. Yes. And so right. financially it would be Could such be a probably, tremendous yeah. burden on my family that I just couldn't. So maybe, you know, I have 10 years to go. Maybe after that, until then, Horsford's going to have to hold down my district. So. <laughs> uh, you know, like, um, again, I don't know what it is about Rancho, but like one of the teachers that was there when I was there, he sits on North Las Vegas City Council. Mm, okay. Barone? I can't think of his first name Okay, right now. okay. But uh, no, and that that's who inspired Ruben to get into doing that because they still teach together. But um, I'm going to tell you, Ruben is is an incredible man. Um, I could tell he loves his students. Uh, He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. And he's going to get it. The sharpest one of the sharpest people I have ever Absolutely. met. Absolutely. He's very put together too. Like Oh, and he's a young yes, man. He's yes. a young man. He's barely 30, I think. Yeah. And he's he's got two houses. He's got a Mustang. Dang. I mean like he's, he's Well, he hasn't have he hasn't any kids either. <laughs> 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 money out of your wallet. <laughs> the, you know, Lord oh the man. Suckers, right? I'm telling you anytime not to interrupt, but when we go to Target, like I'm usually leaving with a cart full of toys and like one little bag for me. I don't know, I get roped in. I'm such a sucker. I, I, I I'll say one last thing about that because you know, you do when you run for these um, most of the time you're running a, up against a, a, a machine and, yeah. and and I know people complain about that um, but I will say this I want to thank CCA because they really could have easily went with the front runner once uh, Stephen Horsford entered their race mm-hmm. it was a little deflating to all of us rookies yeah. um, but I will tell you this they stuck by me as an educator um, and and I'll never forget that you know oh, and, cool. and I really appreciate that it was a co-endorsement with Amy Villela yeah. um, and, but but ultimately, um, that was huge for for me to know that you know my former association when I was a teacher right. was willing to stick by me even though I went to the dark side. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you're very highly regarded. Over I appreciate you. I that. I've heard a lot of good good right. things about you. Thank all you so right. much. I was gonna say all I all I had to know is that that. Uh, Mr. Day had allowed you to come to to talk at yes. school, and he he doesn't like doesn't get into politics. <laughs> no, that was very sweet of him. And so I was like, that's all I need to know. This guy's this guy's the the. the I can't think of what I'm saying. The the tops. Yeah. No, I appreciate that, Jeremiah. <laughs> Trent Trent was very open uh, about that. Uh, Kevin McPartland over at Our Review was very sweet as well about that. And because that's a touchy ground. Yeah. You know, um, because it's it's kind of you need to you need as a principal to always kind of be unbiased. You know, and now that you're declaring yourself as a Democrat or Republican or whatever, right. everybody kind of knows your business now. But um, the Centennial kids, I'll tell you, they were tough. They they were. <laughs> I heard, I heard. They came at me. Um, you know, they were like, you know, you're not automatically going to get our vote just because you're a principal, blah, blah, blah. And they pushed hard. Um, and and so uh, that was a great experience. I appreciate you asking me about that. Yeah, thank you. What was some of the other stuff we wanted to ask before we oh, run out of time? Well, yeah. Well, we have to make sure that we at least eat one wing. So we're, we'll do that we'll as do, our We're going to eat some wings. Yeah. We're going to do just, some wings. We'll just have one before, and then if I can't make it to school tomorrow, I'm blaming you. No, that's fine. <laughs> no I'm just fine. kidding. But um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, too, is uh, we wanted to have you speak a little bit about your 40 under 40. Oh, man. Because yeah, most of you out there in the uh, Clare County School District may not might not realize, but John was recognized as a 40, uh, like 40 under 40. Well, I mean, that, those days are long over I'll tell you that I'm turning 43 in uh, 10 days oh my goodness um, but yeah that was really that was really nice of the Clark County School District to put my name out there um, uh, shout out to Mike Barton an old friend of mine a great guy great educator um, he just said hey John you know a lot of um, a lot of people in the business community really receive this uh, we've never really had an educator as far as he knew mm-hmm. um, and so threw my name out there resume they called me asked me some things and uh, you know was able to get the honor uh, along with another uh, it was the other 39 of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met some really cool people. Uh, I met Steve Aoki, a That's big time. So cool. uh, he wasn't there for the ceremony, oh. but he was there for the photo shoot, of course. That, right? Of course, yeah. And, uh, that but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I was too old to go to the club, you know. <laughs> right. He made me feel better knowing there was a 40 year old DJ. That's. <laughs> kicking butt but I, yeah uh-huh. really cool group um and uh yeah they, that was that was great and again that was all 
really for the district. I mean, my, my mom and my sisters and my, my wife and everybody was there, but ultimately that was another just feather in the cap for the district to say, hey, one of our own mm-hmm. got something like this that educators typically don't get. Right, you right. know, so so again, everything I do, just like the both of you, I think we're always looking out for the greater good of this district, right. trying to get good publicity for our kids, our schools. And that's why I think social media is so important nowadays. You as the principal, as the teacher, you need to really sell your own story Absolutely. because somebody else I will. Totally right? Agree. And so I, I think those kind of moments, I don't shy away from the microphone anyway. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think more principals, more teachers need to get out there and sell the stories. Yeah. No, I think it, I think it's and that's another thing we're going to be. Uh, I don't know if we should make it official. Should we? We got the time. What's that? The the announcement. Oh, for yeah. uh, d- oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. You do it. What? You, you did it. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, what? Well, and, you know, John and Jeremiah and I, we were discussing the fact that, like, you know, you're absolutely right to really sell your story and, and, and also get on that, you know, that personal you know, relationship relationship, with our community. I mean, that's so important because you have a lot of people looking in and going, oh my God, oh, the district, oh goodness. And no one, and it's not, I'm not saying no, no one, but with, we could do 8,000 good things and then something comes up and it sends us back so much. But Mm -hmm. that's why we have coming up next Wednesday, we're going to be interviewing Dr. Jara, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, So get to know you. Yes, pretty much. And and that's why it's important for like you to come out and be able to get your story because it humanizes you. I mean, I know like I was at the CCEA new higher orientation and watching you up there and speaking, you're so passionate and it's just, it, it, it shows that you're human. You're not just this like principal that's, barking orders at people and Mm -hmm. yeah and exactly robotic it's so good to know that you know you're just like everybody else and it's like you are successful and it's and it's good to have that thank you you. and we have a really good group um of principals all all around the district but the high school group right now i think um is a strong knit group um Mm -hmm. we are not afraid to push back when we feel something is wrong (laughs) um but also i think we need to improve our relationships with the bargaining groups and the the associations like CCA. I, I talked to Dr. Jara this morning about coming on, and one thing um, I mentioned was, you know. Um, I said to him, are you okay with me doing this? And wasn't really asking for permission, right, just right. wanted to get his thoughts. And he said, absolutely. I think he understands just as well as I do that our relationship has to be united. Right. Um, absolutely. We're all in this for the same reasons. And sometimes somewhere along the way, I think the politics get involved. I, yeah. yes. And and I will tell you this, you know, we, we as principals, and I can't speak for all of them, but the majority, we always are for the raises and the benefit packages because when our teachers are happy, we're happy. happy. And most importantly, our kids are happy. So I I, I think it's just, it's hard sometimes when we have to go into our budgets and cut and, and, and then not, and make sure that we're protecting our teachers so they're not the villains of all this. I've been through this enough times to know that Teachers can easily take the hit mm-hmm. because, um, you know, they're the ones that want the raises. No, they were promised the raise. Right, and right. so we need to make sure we need to do what, what we need to do to make that happen. But I always tell my staff the first day, anytime we come back, especially coming off of a summer like this with the budget cuts, right. you will not be villainized at this school. I will not let that happen. That's we so will important. not let our parents villainize you. We will not let the community. And that you the, know that can get real disheartened. Like if you ever, if you ever, because I, I I troll social media, like reading through things, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, you read the RJ sometimes, and when oh it comes gosh. out with you know like Victor jo- jokes, oh jokes, yeah, whatever, he's ruthless, and man. you know you'll see these people just jump on the bandwagon and say, you know, ah, yeah. Man. I, was like, well, I think that old mentality of I got into this to have my summers off kind of thing, right. and that's so not true because how high. many of our teachers are working their tails off over the summer, exactly like yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, I did homebound ESY this summer. Yeah. I had a girl on my caseload that was ODD and um, diagnosed yeah, you as know autistic. Me? No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, I so. thought you were too young to know that song. Oh my gosh. I could rattle that off. I won't do it, but I, will, I could rattle that thing off. And John Anzalone's side job. Yeah. <laughs> he is the a new trench. Yes. You're going to start a YouTube channel of the rap. Yeah, right. I love it. Principle. Yeah. Johnny oh, Eat slash. Yeah, no, that's uh, so real quick. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about, uh, about your, your, your video. Yeah, yeah. So while you're doing Eats. that, I'm going to go ahead and get us a wing. Yeah, 
I know. I appreciate that. So um, I, I I was over the summer. You know, you're you're sitting around. You're they're looking for things to do. Sometimes you're taking a little break, and I came across a guy named Fred Rubio, and uh, he's a comedian on the East Coast, and he does a Facebook uh, live show. And he gets a little crazy on there, not just about food, but a lot of things. And uh, I said, you know what? I love to eat. Uh, I love to talk. Why not we combine it, you know? So the first one, I just did a, uh, I just grabbed some great cold cuts and I made an Italian sandwich and I filmed it and I got like 4,000 views, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. And I'm like, crazy. why do people want to see this guy eat, right? So so I, my, a couple of my friends said, hey, can you do another one? And so I said, well, let me go back to my Italian roots. I did a chicken Parmesan. And uh, now, I mean, I have guests on. I had... Um, I had um, one of the the local politicians, um, Dondera Loop. Okay. She oh, asked yeah, to, yeah. she asked to come on. Um, you know, I'm tr- I'm going to try to get. Uh, actually, when you have Dr. John next week, ask him if he wants to come on. You got to uh, bring all of us, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's something fun. I don't know how much I could keep it going with school starting back yeah. up, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, I have to watch, man. I've been getting a little heartburn. Uh, you know, try try not to calorie count too much. But hey, I'm going to be 43 in 10 days. I I got to be careful. Oh my gosh, no, you're in excellent some, shape. Yeah, right. <laughs> I might have to do. Some vegetarian uh, shows. Yeah, he didn't give the, again a, a special thanks to the the Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> for giving us. They gave us a bunch of these. Uh, look, they, they look, look angry. like death. Yeah, they look angry. I feel like, like they're gonna get out and walk across hey guys, the desert. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy cow, man! <laughs> That's I'm terrifying. sweating looking at I those know, guys. Seriously, like I'm nervous. They but gave us. They said if we really want to get nasty, we can put. All, they gave us a whole another bottle. I'm too. not yeah. having any ghost pepper anywhere near my. Give mouth. me that, those tums. It's already there. It's already on there. No, I love it. So, uh, Blaze, Blazing Wing Challenge. If, yeah. For those of you who don't know, um, normally they do 12 <laughs> wings with the hottest sauce, <laughs> fresh out the fryer, and you're supposed to eat them within six minutes. Okay. Okay. So and does that mean it cools down though for a little bit? Is that the why? sauce so is we still going to have the same <gasps> consistency, the sauce right? Because we've let it What's sit the for a little on bit. This? So that's where I got a little confused. The the, the general manager, uh, very nice guy, told me uh, that it was 1.5. Oh it's Lord. the same stuff that they use in pepper spray. Oh jeez. We're putting it in our mouth? I can't even believe I'm still sitting here right now. (laughs) And uh, he's got one foot out the door. Don't let him know. 1.5 million school units. He gave gave me the warning. He said, normally when you do this challenge, Mm -hmm. you have to sign a waiver. Yeah. Um, Sip it in the blue cheese. (laughs) Sign a waiver. He said, don't touch your face. Um, You know, just eat eat the wing. So... Do you have uh, any wet naps? We yeah, might, it's right there. Oh, so okay. we're just going to have one. I'm not, I will take a bite. I might I, have two or three. Are you we'll really? See. I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, I, wings are in my blood, man. They are, I'm not I get it. Spicy, like the hottest I've ever done is <gasps> yeah. like uh, the the mango habanero, which was a, a mistake. So, OMG. Uh, this, this is, is going to be. Uh, so listen, let me just tell you. So last, when I was home a couple weeks ago in Buffalo, like, I went to Bandanas, which is this, oh Lord. I went to this, this. <laughs> I literally just licked a tiny Oh my God. Speck. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to go oh, run and get him water. Oh no. Do you have enough water? Let me go get another I, one real quick. I, how about more uh, water, wine? Yeah, yeah. Get some something. Water. Yeah. Here, you wanna. Something stronger? Yeah, we're gonna take a, just a quick break. All right. Let me go get you another one. As I go Thanks for listening to episode three of the Teaching Today pod class. I think those wings got to Jeremiah, so I'm going to fill in for him. We wanted to thank Beck Adams and the entire crew at Buffalo Wild Wings by the Galleria Mall for sponsoring the Blazing Wing Challenge. Also, they wanted to give a big thanks to CCEA for giving educators a voice and allowing us to continue making this podcast. So now, back to class. Because you guys, you have to go back to work tomorrow, uh-huh. so you don't die. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Right. So look at I haven't even put anything near my oh, hands man. or anything. So here's what we, we took a pause. So get some water. <laughs> and, um, oh my, dude, just put the blue cheese. Dump it in your mouth. It might help you. Um, Is it hot? Let me just say, um, <laughs> listen. Oh uh, my god. Brutal. Um, there's there's still. You could. Uh, oh my God, that's brutal. The, the chicken is still. You can still taste it. It's still good. Yeah. Good, but the way that that heat 
hits your lips, lips. and it gets into the pores of your tongue. Oh. Oh my God, just sit there with water in your mouth. I can uh, talk. You guys, go ahead. <laughs> you you guzzle your water. I'll carry this for a second. See, so. <laughs> to me, the wings need to be very enjoyable, relaxing, yes. Yes. you know. Well, this and is, you have to actually have the wings, not the drumsticks. I feel like I'm getting ready for like a war or something. Oh my gosh. He's like, look, at this will make you tough. <sighs> so, so you up. it's, yeah, I'm we, scared for you guys. We, I'm sorry. We took a pause. This is harder than teaching high school. <laughs> so don't even worry. <laughs> took a pause. And he said, do I have to wait for this to get to, to start recording? Because we're going to get some water. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, well, not, I can't. I can't do it. I'll it's die. because I'm a huge wing fan. Right. And so I'm staring at these look, looking Going, like, look I want to eat that entire box. But I know if I did, I'll be taking the rest of week off. Yeah. yeah. No, you'll have an ulcer. Um, <laughs> yes, oh you'll God. have an ulcer. Dude, just go, scoop so, up the rooties. So he's Wait, you haven't tongue. eaten one yet. Hell, when I've seen you guys like suffocating over here and I'm thinking like I'm glad that you guys put it out there because see I don't do hot things like I said we talked about this I'm a barbecued char grilled naked city pizza wing person and I like the ones that you brust in half and you now we've we've given <laughs> shout outs to like 14 different companies we better get you start better start getting some sponsors I know right I'm like listen Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> thank you so much for your wings <sighs> but you're gonna kill my my yeah. friends but we appreciate it. You gonna have Jar do this next week? Oh, could you uh, imagine? Oh my God! Give him That's a heads up. We'll give it. No, you know what? We'll we'll have to. We'll make it easy on him. We'll, uh, we'll find, I wanna, we should find out a little bit like more about his background. Well, one thing try to do something. One thing I know that Doctor Jar likes is barbecue. Really? Because I had a conversation with him once about mm-hmm. Disney World. Yeah. Coming from Orlando, and he every restaurant he recommended was a barbecue That's restaurant. Funny. So you might want to go that route. Okay. okay. But he also has that Latino uh-huh. background, That's too. What I, was so. I was like, I wonder if he likes the Cubano coffee. The stuff where it tastes oh. like... What is that stuff called again? Cuban coffee. That's yeah. like the one... Uh, I was talking to... I was recently... And this will be um, down the road. But I was talking to um, this casting director, security person. Um, you know, my many adventures. <laughs> and I got on the subject with him about... Um, Cuban food or like places that are I guess that Havana Express over on Tropicana is supposed to like be ridiculous uh-huh. like another shout out yeah <laughs> like there we go um, but he was mentioning like the cu- Cuban coffee but I'm like so is that like because I go to Dutch Brothers like a lot super 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 concentrated right yeah. right and it's like almost like oil yeah <laughs> so yeah. but I like Dutch Brothers where it's like you go there and everything tastes like sugar because I love sugar <laughs> and I'm like oh, okay don't let Dr. Jar chicken out though he told us today that he just got a new treadmill uh, and uh, so don't let him tell you he's calorie counting because he's gonna he'll go home and work out. So don't let him tell you that. That's funny, dude. That's so. nuts. So are you okay? Because yeah. I got two people. I've got grown men on this like uh, podcast we, that are crying. I right feel now. like a tiny baby right now. <laughs> we go. We, we we took a pause to go get some water. Jeremiah is literally sweating. Is that from the air being off? Or? I don't. Oh, I think it's wings. the wings. Uh, and oh, so we took man. a bite, and I was like, it's like "Yeah, we just gonna... ran a five k." Oh my! Oh my gosh! gosh. And mm. I've never gotten the hiccups before. Yeah, I got the. I think you're still you're still hitting the hiccups. Um, yeah, they're weird. Is that off. the heat? It's making you hiccup. Yeah, it must be. What is I happening? Didn't, I don't know. It's just like I said. It fills up your entire mouth. It's almost like it takes your breath away. Oh, they get those. Uh, get that lime there. Is I that? The, I feel like that's, that's a trap. Yeah. Does lime work? I, I don't know. This is what the guy does. Uh, lime actually me. cut the heat. Are we having tequila now? I know, right? Yeah, I know. Where's the bottle of like Patron or like the reserve? Mm. Does it help or? Oh, that worse? does help a little bit. Are you serious? It does help a little bit. Wow. I've never known that. I always like. I'm like milk. I'm like. I well, know. milk is a good one. He yeah. told me not to do milk because if they're so hot. They'll like it'll curdle in your <gasps> stomach. That could be the case That's too. Awful. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I, I could not be a part of this. Yeah. I just. So I'm documenting you guys. But this, <laughs> these are the wing, these are the exact wings. Not as sauce. So- these I think they gave an extra helping off the sauce. sauce here. <laughs> well, now, look at how saucy those are. When I did we'll the, the challenge page. at my school last year, that I was yeah. telling you guys about. Um, we had to eat eight of these. It was brutal. It, it, it did hit you for a couple days. Having the one isn't going to be too bad. But oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't know if I can do it. One anymore. of my finest moments as a principal. Winning oh, I that love challenge. it. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like you were on top of the world, I bet, huh? Yeah, at least for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Until you were like, holy crap, yeah, I yeah. feel like I'm in hell right literally, now. <laughs> literally, literally. We're not going to... Um, That's funny. We're, we're, I'm, gonna, I'm going to act like these tears that are coming down my eyes because I know I have to go report in tomorrow. <laughs> 
Those are sad, myself. but realistically, crocodile the, waking up in the crocodile right? sauce. Ugh. Okay. So, okay, we good. Well, th- I don't know if uh, thank you or hate you. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dude, he will uh, never come back. You guys were my back, friends though. up until oh, five gosh. minutes ago. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna send you home, and you can give that to your four year old. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Then he'll be in trouble with CPS, and then yep. oh my goodness. <laughs> That'll be a whole so, other. Well, John, for the last little bit before yeah. we part ways, I wanted to see what is okay. So if you could pull out of your many uh, tips and tricks out of sure. your hat. What would be, no matter, doesn't matter if it's to a new educator, well, like, including let's, LP. Let's do, let's do, let's do new. Let's, yeah, let's we'll do start new. new. What, yeah. would be, uh, what would be your advice to coming into the school year to new, it doesn't have to be teacher. Sure. Any, was we're, we're, to any educator. Any like, educator. Uh, LOP, you said your wife's a, a speech, speech yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. what, going into the school year, new, new educator coming into the district, coming into their first school year, what would be some advice to? Yeah, so I think, I think coming in, in new, uh, uh, you know, you have a million questions. Um, you're, 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 you have one thing in your mind of what you think that first day, that first week, that first month is going to mm-hmm. be like. Um, but it turns out not to be that way, right? Um, I I truly believe that being yourself, being human, like you said earlier, and showing the kids who you are as a person mm-hmm. will go a long, long way. A good uh, share a story. Share a humorous thing that's happened to you. Don't be afraid to be a fool. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they want to see that side of you. So I would say if you're a first year going into the classroom, um, you know, they always say you have to be tough till Christmas. Don't smile. <laughs> I don't believe that in a lot of ways because I think that the kids do better when they like you. I, I can't yes. get through a day without smiling. You know, yeah. so I, I think agree. be yourself, uh, be human, um, and and don't be afraid to make a mistake. Um, the second thing I would say is make sure that you find a buddy. You either either a neighbor, a hallmate, uh, somebody in your department or on your grade level. Um, again, talking more about teachers here. I think I think that's huge when you have somebody to commiserate with, to celebrate with, mm-hmm. to you know go out for adult. Uh, beverages. Yeah. <laughs> Those kind of things are important because um, you you need that venting. You need that time. Um, but you also need that collaboration. Right. So I would say don't isolate yourself in a silo. Um, I think secondary teachers tend to do that, I think, sometimes more than elementary just by nature. Right. But um, I would say don't work in a vacuum. Uh, collaborate. Be open-minded. And then the third thing is develop a relationship with your administrator. Um, You know, don't be afraid to ask questions, share ideas, um, get to know them on a personal level too, um, because it really needs to be a team effort. I agree. You know, so have fun. Have yeah. fun, you know. It, these are kids. Right. These are kids. This is not. We're not building cars. We're not making wrenches. <laughs> we're we're helping create humans, better humans, yeah. um, and and understand that 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 you know you might be tired, you may be worn out, but that is that kid's first time in that classroom in that grade, and you need to always remember that. So, um, That's you know, so true. And you know what? I'll be honest. Teaching is one of the jobs that in my first time in my life that I actually like and eager to go in. Like it's really mm-hmm. weird because we always think of it, I mean I think it's human nature to be like, oh man, work. Yeah. But okay, so maybe on my drive over there as I'm like trying to like replay the events of like yesterday or whatever it was, but I can honestly say that teaching is one of these jobs that I'm like, I am so excited to go in no matter That's what awesome. every single day. That's and I so know great. I am where I'm supposed to be. That's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. It is. And it doesn't feel like work then. No, you know? it doesn't. It's uh, like going in there to just change the world. Yeah, when yeah. you when you get like, well, I would get, get up in the morning, I'm like, oh man, I don't want to go. But by the, by, by <laughs> yeah. the time you get there. You're ready to go. You're ready yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I'm here to, to make an impact. Absolutely. Yeah. At least, you know, for the most part, I think as a teacher, uh, things go go by the schedule, the agenda that you're setting, I would imagine. I mean, I'm sure there's little tricks thrown in there and right. kids throwing you for a, a loop. <laughs> yes. uh, as a principal or as an administrator, it's a little different because um, you know, you're dealing with a lot of the problems mm-hmm. that are coming either from the classroom or from the community. And so you could have this whole plan set for the day and then that's thrown out the window by 7.30 a.m., you know? So there's, I I do miss a little bit of that consistency where you're kind of controlling the agenda. Right. And as an administrator, sometimes the agenda is controlling you. Yeah. You know? That's Um, true. What would you, so we did our first year. What about somebody who's kind of in the middle of their career, the five, six, seven, eight years in? Now they're they're kind of, they, they feel like they're a little more 
seasoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but what what kind of advice would you give them to go into this school year? Watch the complacency. Don't mm-hmm. get too comfortable. Um, again, remember that just because you've taught seventh grade for five years or six years, that's still that kid's first time in Correct. that classroom. Um, and so when you feel yourself getting mundane or you're you know, basically regurgitating the same lessons, reinvent yourself. Take some time. Uh, you know, if you need to take a day off, just to, just go relax, go get your mind right. And get online or, or go to a conference, figure out something new, something bold to do. I think that'll reinvent yourself and reinvigorate yourself. And and I think your generation of teachers, you came about 10 years after me, I think, um, I would say you have the world at your fingertips because of the online capabilities. Right. You can have your kids build websites or go on virtual trips to the pyramids mm-hmm. or do those things. That wasn't really happening when I first started teaching. And so, you can now break that fourth wall with your kids. So I think those those five, six, seven year teachers, they need to break through that. Don't always worry so much about ending a, a lesson with a, a science board or a book report, like right. when the three of us were probably yeah. kids. Right. I think now we can push the envelope so far and bring in you know videos from other places or live streams. Take those kids on a journey that they're doing at home, right? Mm-hmm. Their lives are not two-dimensional their lives are like four five mm-hmm. six dimensional so I think it's important that we need to relate to them um, so those those middle career people um, I think my advice is don't get complacent be bold but always ask for permission <laughs> don't go too bold. well you heard it right here he, just, he said if you need a day off take it mental health days are important you know thank god All so right. wow maybe I not really... a monday or a friday <laughs> no. it's hard to get subs those days that's funny um and then last but not least uh new middle career and now uh you're not grizzled but yeah grizzled <laughs> veterans such yourself 20, 20 years 20 you know, years in or so i think don't forget to be a kid don't forget to think about why you got into the profession always always try to be relatable i think i i listen to athletes say this all the time the minute that it's not fun for me anymore we're talking right. about tom brady the our nemesis oh, right Lord, being bills yes. fans um you know when you could tell tom brady enjoys playing the he game does, you know absolutely. and brett Favre. And, you know, you look at some of those guys that played a long time. When you stop having fun, it's time to go. And I think if you're a veteran teacher, 20, 25 years, and I'm not trying to hurt the employment, believe me, but I think that you're doing the kids a disservice when you're just not enjoying it anymore. And and, And listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I think you need to look in the mirror and say, listen, I'm not, like you said, I'm not looking forward to going in right. anymore. And that's when you really need to reevaluate. Does that make you a bad person? No. Absolutely not. You're human. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's when you need to reevaluate maybe the grade level, maybe it's the subject, or maybe it's time to try something else. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, I know, jo- I know John and Vicky are going to hate me for saying <laughs> that, but I think it's true because we are, all you're really doing is hurting the kids. Yeah. Right. Um, so my best advice is, you know, for the, for those veterans is stay young, stay fresh, stay on top of things. The kids love it when you know their music, when you know their movies. Uh, my wife always says that, like, hey, you're like the hippest guy because you always know what the kids <laughs> like. It's because I'm listening to what they're, they're, they're telling me. You right, know? right. So that would, be, that would be it. But never, I think no matter what level you're at, have fun. These are kids. Yeah. You know, be a kid. That's such so. good advice too. Wow, you know what? I, honest to God, John, thank you. This has been one of like the most enjoyable. I mean, all of our guests have been great so far through our podcast, but you are definitely like you're the, you're, you're the only one we've dedicated a whole hour to. Yes, unintentionally. Yes. Not, not saying that we're not enjoying. Yeah, it. yeah. Like, unintentionally, we we just ate up because our whole the conversation. Hour because of, oh, let's do it. So let's do it well. again. You guys, Absolutely. come on, Johnny eats. Yes, yeah. let's do it. Okay. Where, where can they uh, where can they find so, you? So uh, YouTube, Johnny eats, okay. uh, or uh, on Facebook, just under John Anzalone. I just have it on mine. There's also a Johnny Eats Facebook page. Um, we're doing uh, Friday night. We're doing my sister's doing homemade pizza, cool. and my nephew's girlfriend is Lebanese, but she's doing a baklava. Cool. So I'm gonna have Ooh, two beautiful women on either side of me, <laughs> and I probably won't get a word in edgewise, but that's okay. That's okay. Stuff <laughs> in my yes, face. I love so, it. You, 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 we'll send you with. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
I may not want to eat yeah, until don't Friday. Don't do it because anyway, you'll have an so. ulcer. But no, thank you guys both for having me thank on. Thank you. What you're, much. what you're doing for teachers uh, doing this podcast, I think is incredible. Thank and you. Uh, what, what you're doing representing CCA is, is huge. And I think the benefits that, that your association provides our teachers is incredible. Um, whether it's the life insurance or all the discounts and mm-hmm. things like that, or just being a part of a group like this, yeah, that they can call you at any time and, and vent or, yes. you know, or whatever they need. So thank you cool. for what you're well, doing thank too. You. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, you, you've, you've spent an entire hour with us, thank listening you. to us, yeah. uh, listening to us chit chat away, uh, punishing ourselves. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Got to go home and get some sleep now. Right? Yes, exactly. Early mornings. Um, so we're going to uh, wrap it up here with uh, John and say thank you so much again for coming in. Thank you both. And uh, that's it. So thank I know. You. How exciting. <laughs> All right. Have a great first day. Well, again, we wanted to thank John Anzalone for coming out today and spending his uh, his very valuable time with us uh, this evening, the night, the, the, the eve. Before of, the first day back. Before the first day back to school. <laughs> that was an absolutely fun interview. The, He's amazing. We had we had plans. We didn't know it was going to go nearly that long. We thought we were going to have time to talk about. To talk about, about, yeah, we were going to do our. Building rapport, which yes, we, we will get to. We will. Um, but, uh, you know, his, his so many insights and so interesting um, such an interesting, uh, I guess you'd say, figure for yeah. for CCSD and uh, as a as an administrator coming in here and spending time with us, you know. Yeah, and uh, he's got a lot like a lot of cool like background. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing with Congress, his Johnny Eats. I mean, just his whole vision about the school. I mean, he's a very personable dude, and that's so important to have that in CCSD. So we're gonna wrap it up for this week. The the following episode, we're definitely gonna be seeing um, with Dr. Jara, which is gonna be a very exciting conversation mm-hmm. to get to know you uh, with your superintendent. Um, and maybe we'll have another kind of a food challenge. <laughs> Definitely not blazing wings. No, but no. again, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Buffalo Wild Wings for for providing us uh, the opportunity oh to my attempt. Yes, uh, these blazing wings. I, I don't know how people do that. I don't. I don't either, and especially because again, you were supposed to eat them like when they were piping hot, I, I, and no. <laughs> I I got through one and felt uh, like your mouth was gonna three, fall off. Three quarters of one, wow. and I was done. Yikes. I was done. <laughs> so, um, and we really appreciate John giving the giving it a try too, uh, even if we we were uh, we'll be hurting later. I'm yes. Sure. Uh, anyways, well, so uh, we're gonna say uh, adieu, adieu, a vita zane. Uh, until next time, uh, this is Jeremiah and Kristen, and class is dismissed. <laughs>